Welcome in to the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 12-year NFL veteran. He's got some speed to go with strength. Huskers and Green Bay Packers Hall of Famer. Shovel pass to Green into Vikings territory. Finally brought down. And University of Nebraska eSports coach. Your host, Amon Green. All right, welcome in to the Amon Green Show. I'm Harrison Arns on the ones and twos. We got Amon Green streaming in as he's home for yep. the holidays. How's it going, Amon? Man, good, Harrison. How you doing? What's uh, going on with the ones and twos over there? Doing pretty good. Uh, some recent news: Kyle McCord is no longer reopened up oh. back, so that's probably Fleming. Yeah. Too. It just broke not that long ago. Uh, I think okay. it happened during old school, so just within the past few hour. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Somehow, some way, uh, we didn't end up on an agreeing conversation between McCord because I think that surprised a lot of people. You have the crystal ball projections, pretty much saying mo- majority of people saying, "Yeah, he's going to end up at Nebraska." Something happens. Maybe it's the possibility possibility of Rayola coming back into the mix. You still got Kalen, obviously. Right. Uh, who knows? If you're Purdy, I definitely stick around because we've seen how many times we get to the backup quarterbacks if you want to battle that one out. But right. yeah, just what are your initial thoughts? McCord opening back up the portal. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just part of the system, you know, how mm-hmm. things go. It's, it's the same thing with NFL and free agency, NBA and free agency. You got guys that are interested one day and then they either visit or talk to and we don't know how it went down in terms of that aspect, how he gathered more information to have a change of thought, but it happens. And and mm-hmm. as a coach, you got to understand that you can't, you know, put all your eggs in one basket and expect, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. If we get this guy and start planning out, you know, early de- details of working with them. Just, you got to roll with the punch, actually roll with the punches, see how it goes. And if it doesn't work out in your favor, you're just like, you know what? All right, we're good. We still got, these are the players we got, or these are the position that we're, um, going to have played these certain players at we know this and just unfortunate we didn't get this player to come into building to help our uh, um, team is in some way you know we don't know if it would have worked out either way even, even if they got on campus because as we know in history um, past history that sometimes we get a pass for a portal kid and some it doesn't always equal out and work out things mm-hmm. of that nature so it's just just one of those things as a coach you'd be like you know what all right cool you know it didn't happen on it didn't happen this time but we'll we'll see who's next basically yeah you got a little uh you got a stronger mindset than i'd imagine most of the husker <laughs> fans with the initial news uh yeah. the texas castanova the sky is falling uh he says that just proves all the experts know jack squat yet they advertise the premium pay for message boards to hear their opinions that is why <laughs> i said don't get all like Geeked up. Great I don't know there. if I said geeked up yesterday about even with Donovan's information, you know, yeah, we heard about what was potential. It's all potential, it's not solid. It's just, yeah, until he's uh, playing right in now, that uniform, I'm not buying it. This is kind of the, yeah, the way a, of the land I've to come to look at things. Like, I got to see you play in the uniform before I'm sold on you actually being a Husker. 100%. Yeah, like you, you, you're here, you're on Nebraska soil, right? And mm-hmm. you're enrolling in classes. That's when I'm like, all right. We got a shot. Now we got, we got, <laughs> we got, we got, a got shot. more talent. Yeah, we got a shot. We got more talent at a position that we needed talent in, and then you roll. That's when you, when they're enrolling classes, they got their number picked out. They start mm-hmm. printing the number at a, at the Adidas factory. There you go. That's when you, as a fan, you go all in. As a coach, we know this is a process. 
you get the introduction, you get the headline or whatever, like we got yesterday. And then either way it goes and how it went this way, you know, this time with McCord was how it can go, you know, mm-hmm. uh, every now and then. So, yeah, it's pretty yeah, interesting not- too. It's, it's getting close because they, I mean, uh, these guys, everyone who's sitting in the Porter portal right now, they still got, uh, to be fair, they got till January 4th or might even be January okay. 2nd when that closes back up on them. So time is mm-hmm. clicking a little bit, but yeah, as we're kind of talking about McCord, it was never set in stone, right? He's, he's still got a little bit of time to move on. And I don't know if, if it was the Dylan Rayola situation, if it was, you know, trying to figure out what the competition looked like heading into it, if they wanted a guaranteed starting spot, mm-hmm. who knows we're not in yeah. those rooms, but at some point, there was a disagreement with McCord on what he was so gung ho on for Nebraska and what they were thinking. If you had to take a guess, you know, what was that sudden factor that came into the light that had Kyle McCord start looking elsewhere? Um, I would just say maybe just the talent in the current room. Maybe, maybe. Um, I hate to put speculation out there, mm-hmm. but I say because sometimes some guys at the co- even at the college level you know walking into a situation they do, they want to look at it if the if the scales are balanced in their favor to be the starter um which is unfortunate because you gotta my mindset and most good players mindset should be like you know what wherever i go i know this is a transfer portal and now they want me i still gotta earn my job but some of the generation today think well you know if i decide to go somewhere that means i should be the guy from day one and mm-hmm. it's like Mm, nah, I'm not that type of coach, you know. <laughs> you know, if that this is a, this is a, this is a great coach green coach, and I'm like, you gotta, yeah, I, I love what you did last year for Ohio State, you know. So that's just one um one speculation thing that we could talk about there. Um, just I need to see it again. Basically, be consistent. Come in in spring ball, do your job. Come in and the weight uh the weight room, but then the classroom, all that, do your job. And then impress me like you did when you was at Ohio State or whatever school you came from to be a part of this roster because obviously we are looking to get better. We got better last year as a, as a whole, you know, the uh, team whole defense was really you know stand out of, of terms of all three facets: offense, defense, and special teams. So defense right now is where we you know where we're you know putting our stake in the ground, but offense is is not too far off. You know, just mistakes got to be eliminated from players. And that means player development has to come in. And that's our job as coaches to do that. But other than coming in and being the guy, um, you got to come show me. I'm I'm not from Missouri, but you got to show me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting trying to break this down, right? And obviously, we're not inside the rooms. We're talking on sports radio. So a lot of this is going to be some speculation. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what are the possible scenarios that could have led down this road? Uh, and the YouTube comments are flooding in here. You guys are always appreciated. Sarder Heyman text line as well. 402-464-5685. Uh, we have Emily asking, do you think Rayola will decommit from Georgia? Uh, we have Cliff from the Florida Panhandle. Shout out to him. And then we got Jim saying uh, McCord could have easily started over any true freshman. And then you got guys like Dion. So we lose McCord and Danny Kay. How are we supposed to trust Dilly Ravioli to stay here even if he comes here? First thing, let's call him Dylan Rayola. I'm sure he'd appreciate that. Exactly. <laughs> um, that, as that, fans no, here. Don't mess his name up like uh-huh. that. But yeah. nonetheless, I mean, what are, your, what are your thoughts on Dylan Rayola? Do you think that this McCord situation with him 
it, let's be honest, right? It was never guaranteed he was going to come here. It just seemed like it at the time. So it I'm not, I'm not putting anything yeah. on him. It's McCord's future. Uh, good yeah. luck to him in the future. I hope he does well. I think he would have been a great fit at Nebraska, but I yeah. uh, do you think it was promises where Dylan Rayle is supposed to be guaranteed that starting spot? Cause to me, the ideal situation would have been McCord comes in, he plays out his last year here at Nebraska. And if you're Dylan right. Rayola, you don't need to play right away. There's so many quarterbacks that have great futures in the NFL that don't necessarily need to start immediately in college. So that that's kind of where my confusion is there. Uh, you know, is that, do you, can you speculate? Do you think it was any promises guaranteed or do you think it's McCord maybe just finding some of the other details about this Nebraska offense thinking I might not be able to have the run I want here? No, I, I would say definitely I'll knock off uh I say given, or like you put it, what you say? Uh, yeah, like guaranteed uh, starting spots. I, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah. Rule's that guy. I'd hope not. I, yeah, I put that past Coach Rule and his mm-hmm. staff. There is no guarantee, you know, guarantees of saying, hey, if you come here, you'll be the guy. No, you got to earn it. And I, and I know that's how Coach Rule coaches and that coaches staff as well. So nothing there. Just something maybe McCourt saw on his end that with the offense, with the defense, with the team, with the school, something, um, I say more particular toward the team that kind of, turn his uh, likeness some to something else you know say yeah you know what this is not going to work out for me because you look at from the superficial top of it all the way down whether it's the same in ohio in columbus ohio that it is here in nebraska maybe just a tad bit warmer or colder a little bit you know it depends on the top of the year so that's no big difference there but then offensively obviously run game is a little different offensive line a little built different mm-hmm. than ohio state's line they've been having consecutive you know, first rounders for years, for years on over years, same at the running back position and at the wide receiver position. And that's where we struggled at. We got a young wide receiver core this past season for the Huskers, but guys got better throughout the year, but still have time to develop and still need time to develop. And so that is something as a quarterback where he was a a pretty good passer with Ohio state this year. And so able to, you know, know that he has got receivers that can get open no matter the situation. And no matter the team, and he had that with Marvin Jr., uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., and some other receivers that they had on that roster. And Ohio State again has been at that position in terms of wide receiver, putting guys out in the league the last three years from Olave to Igjigba. Um, just name, you know, mm-hmm. you go back to my playing days to Joey Galloway to uh, Terry Glenn. You know, it's been you know, God rest so it's been a long time that they always put out wide receivers, running backs, old linemen, and and quarterbacks as well. They've been on that side. So it's just something in there that might have, you know, you know, picked his fancy. Like, you know what? I think I'm, you know, something didn't quite feel good, you know, about the mm-hmm. conversation. Or or even if he did step foot on ground in Nebraska soil and felt, you know, that you kind of know as a recruit, regardless if it's now transfer portal recruits or if it's high school recruits, you know when you're in the place that this is this is I feel good here. And that for me, it was, you know, right away was Nebraska. Then when I took my trip to Arizona, too, that's where it came down to boil down to Nebraska, Arizona. And what was the tilting factor for me was the fact that, you know, we had something happen in my family. My my dad had a, a small um, heart attack. He was OK, but then was like, you know what? I want to be close to home. Real simple and make this easy on me. And so that might have been something not saying that, something for McCord and that heaviness. But it could have been something real easy. Be like, you know what? It's real simple. I'm gonna go here, or I'm gonna still give myself time to think I have till January second, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And who knows? Maybe someone you know came in the conversation. We got a bigger NIL bag. It, it could honestly be as simple there as you that. Go too. Because you have that too. You look at Nebraska in the QB room. It's like all of a sudden Dylan Rayola's back on the board. 
you're going to be honest with yourself. You're going to imagine that costs quite a bit in NIL packages. You're going to have mm-hmm. to pay him something because otherwise he can go make a million dollars somewhere else. Uh, that's just sure. where we're at in college football. Kyle McCord's in the mix. You got Kalen in the mix. You got all these quarterbacks in the mix. At some point, that NAL, who knows what the salary cap looks like at Nebraska, trying to break that down. But it could it's be crazy as that you're as that. saying salary cap at Nebraska now. Just cut <laughs> that and how we're talking about it, like it's free agency, which it is. It's just yeah. amazing that we're here having this conversation. I was hoping this over the fact that I thought they would have the college football playoff system fixed before college players got paid that's what i as an athlete i was like man i knew both were coming you know i knew the playoff was broken and still is until yeah. next year where they got more players and then i also knew like it's been unfair for all these years that the colleges institutions and these college coaches make a ton of money and the players don't unless they go first round second round in their position or their sport and now we're actually here and it's still like i said playoff system just one year off and then we'll have NCAA college football on EA out too. So that'll be happy for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'll be in a cave in for that space. one. You won't see me for a few weeks. I'll be coming out pale and <laughs> haven't seen the yeah. sun once that game comes out. Man, I know so many people that's like, when they first heard the announcement back in like 2022, going into the first part of 2023, yeah. people were losing their minds. Oh my God, I'm going to do franchise mode. I'm going to do career or a career legacy mode or whatever. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I just want to play the regular team. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I live the college life. Trust me. I know what that's like recruiting. No, no I don't want to do it. That's one thing I did, will not do in a football video game, Madden or NCAA, is do the whole build a character up because I lived it. So I don't want to play it. <laughs> <laughs> I that's don't want to play it in my video game. I lived it enough. It was it was fun when it happened, and now I just want to get to the game. Yeah, even if you that's put it. your career into a video game, that's about as best video game career you can get on top of it. Yes, <laughs> outside of like unrealistic numbers, uh, you pretty much live that best life uh, in the real world. You're fortunate yeah, enough to do so. I, worked I did hard. Pretty enough. good. Yeah, I did pretty good. Thank you for that. Yep. So, yeah, and as that Cliff said, Amon, you made a commitment. Thank God. And that's uh, just the generation we're in now. It's it's a lot more yes. convoluted now where these commitments can end up. Uh, obviously, the two signing day periods, the transfer portal signing day periods, right. so they got to get in and out. The only thing that helps is at least you're not necessarily hindered to 85 scholarship players anymore. You can They won't quote-unquote be a scholarship player, but here's some NIL money that adds up to essentially a scholarship to help you get by. So it helps in those Correct. circumstances, but yeah, it, it's, just, it's just an absolutely ridiculous kind of time in college football but if you were to kind of cool the waters for husker nation here as we have some people handling the news better than others we have some people waiting we just needed one more week this is the life of a husker to be honest we still got the number one uh class player in 2024 in dylan rayola for a visit at nebraska this weekend to cool the thoughts of the husker fans what do you think right now that Nebraska football can still do in the transfer portal. I'm assuming Fleming's off the board too, the wide receiver for Ohio State. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though it was never like guaranteed to be a bundle package, I assumed if we got Kyle McCord, the wide receiver right. out of Ohio State, Fleming would follow. But as this process is going on, you know, what are some of the things you like what Nebraska is doing? What are maybe a couple more portals, uh, position groups that you'd like to see get patched up before we do hit the fourth? Hmm. Good question. I would say. I will look into – I always like to start somewhere in the front five or the three, four D linemen because we got guys that are, you know, graduating. We got guys that are juniors to seniors now coming in. So you're going to have 
uh, attrition happening. You got people leaving, people coming. And so looking at that O-line position, looking at some of the wide receivers again, that would, I mean, the one you mentioned, the kid from uh, Fleming yeah, from Fleming. Ohio State that was with McCourt, I think that would have been a nice grab. But if it's anybody else out there that's wide receiver level, uh, five-star level, a guy, because you want a guy to come in and be a game catcher. You're not, unless they are like a lower classman, then they're two, three-star guy player where then you could develop them for a year and then in a year's time they're ready does the coaching staff want that you know what they don't mind it that's what they do that's their job as coaches but you would rather have somebody four star four and a half star five star player where they come in and they are the guy from day one um and they come and show it mm-hmm. and then now there's not much development other than fine tuning and and cleaning up a little bit you know around the edges if they're a little rough on route running per uh, accuracy or catching a ball with their hands, stuff like that. Um, getting open, no matter the situation, if they have those little qualities that need improving, then obviously that's that's coachable stuff. And then that could get done all during spring ball. And then by the time the regular season is here, this guy has been there, seems like a year, but it's only been four or five months on the roster, in the playbook, getting used to the, whoever's going to be tossing tossing the ball and uh, helping out the offense, uh, helping out the offense like that. And then with the offense alignment, again, still, if you you want a guy that's ready to play right now, not much, not much many holes in their in their technique of being a guard or tackle or center, but somebody that obviously can be a, a big game changer, if not rotate a good rotation where they got a good mental mindset, where they understand they will rotate with some of the guys that's already here starting. And that's what I will look at for a transfer portal kid is what's their mindset? You know, are they in a good coach, in a, in a good place in their mind, understanding that, look, I know you're coming here, you're picking and choosing who we, where you want to go. You chose us. But the way I roll is you still got to come here and compete. Nothing's set in stone until the first week of the regular season. Once I see all the training camp, all well, spring ball training camp, and then how you're doing in class and at your attitude and your, how you work with one another in terms of your teammates and us as a coaching staff, that's where I make my decision at the end of the day because I have to have a grade-A human being, not a grade-8 athlete. I want a grade-A human being, somebody that's going to come in here and be courteous and respectful to everybody around them. But then all on top of that, they're a phenomenal athlete and they could get the job done. Yeah, and that's that's my thing. It's like I hope that's not the reason. And again, uh, I'm not I'm not gonna say I don't think Matt Rule's promising any positions, but I really hope that's yeah, not no, the reason no. why any of this fell apart. You know that no. there's spots being guaranteed, or the opposite, people scared of the competition even happening. I mean, if that's the case, if you're scared of competition, then I don't want you here. I'll be honest. If you're scared of yeah. the competition, like right, we we can't have that through the spring. We need to compete and see who comes out on top. Because if you can't handle the pressure in the off season. What the yeah. hell is it going to look like when we get to the November, which has been horrendous for Nebraska football through the years? So, you know, if that's yeah. the reason, then in my honest opinion, it's a good thing if it was a competition. If it's uh, NIL, you can't help that at this point in time unless you're mm-hmm. banging on the doors of your boosters asking for a little more money. Uh, but I'm sure, you know, they're going to get tired of that over and over again as this portal keeps opening up with new players. But I will say it is unfortunate because I thought that just would have been the perfect scenario. Because now I'm right. looking at this QB room again. I really wanted to move Harburg to like a back to a tight end position because I just think mm. that's mm. where he'd be best. That's where his next, if he has any aspirations of next level, I talked about it with Demorne Pearsonell last night. Like we see it, he right. likes the physicality. <laughs> he, he can yeah. catch the ball and run like a deer. So if you get and him in that, it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, just uh, great after the catch he run, I'd imagine. And now it's unfortunate because I felt like now you got Purdy in the quarterback room. 
Uh, you know, you're you're obviously the Kalen situation. That's going to mm-hmm. be a whole new room right now. And now you don't have McCord. So now you're looking at Dylan Rayola, Purdy, and you probably aren't going to throw Harburg back at quarterback position. You might have to now. What would you do with Harburg in this situation, given the current stance of the quarterback group? You keep training him as the quarterback, or are you kind of on the same wavelength as I know Eric Strickland's really big on this too, of trying to get him in that tight end position where we know he likes physicality. He runs great through it. He's got good speed. He's got good hands. And that's where he started playing. Um, I would say depends on the room for the quarterback position first, because obviously he was a guy in that room that they brought in. Um, and we have is Sims officially gone now. Or yeah, he's still, in the portal. Yep, he's in there, so that means he's out. Okay, yeah. so six figure tag say, on him. Right, I would say right now in terms of uh, the room, the heads in the room that I have for the QB position, then I'm gonna be like, wait a minute. Um, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's talk about this a little bit more <laughs> just because of there is some talent there. He has the ability to run and throw the ball very well. Like I mentioned earlier, he has a great deep ball that he throws. And I do agree with you on the, um, physicality part when, after he, you know, when he decides to run the ball, he will put his shoulder down, drop it down on the linebacker and has the size to take the hits and everything. Um, being at the tight end position. We do have a few guys there already that are in terms of height and size that are just a physical. Yeah, we'll see what Fedoni does. He's been a little cryptic on getting his stuff off of social media with anything Husker related. So he's kind of one of the reasons, too. If Fedoni was still locked in, that'd be different. But I'm not sure what he his move is next. Unless I missed a recent tweet that he's still full in on Nebraska. But just some, you you know how you like read the social media on what players want to go and where they want to go. If they're thinking about hitting the portal. Weirdly enough, social media can be a pretty good indicator. But he's an interesting guy, and that's, again, why I think if you are going to lose Fedoni, potentially, we don't know this yet. I hope he stays. It'd be great to have him back. But I just think that would be awesome for Harburg to kind of fill that role if something something like that does happen. Yeah, so we got Heinberg. We got Purdy. We got uh, Jack, uh, what's it, Wojcik? Mm-hmm. And it's correctly. And then we have Luke uh, Longville, um, redshirt freshman, redshirt freshman sophomore with time now in terms of Purdy and also Heinrich sophomore going to be a junior. So two juniors, we got red shirt sophomores coming, you know, that are there. So we have three quarterbacks there, a fourth, obviously we're rounded out just because of injury and just having inventory Mm -hmm. for quarterbacks. And so with that crew, I say having one more would be, be okay for me, you know, in terms of just having a solid quarterback room. Um, and but then because if you move Heinrich over to tight end, you just I'm now I'm just looking at a numbers thing. So mm-hmm. I got like I said, Heinberg, Chuba, Jack, and Luke. We move Heinrich to tight end. So that now we're down to three at, at the college level. And I think at the pro level too. I mean, three is okay, it's an okay number. Um, but you want somebody, I say having a fourth there just rounds things out just for inventory, for practice side, time of it and 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 development side of it, because you could have a round number of offenses that could be run, you know, two practices, two set stations over here, two, you know. Four total stations with four quarterback, different quarterbacks learning the scheme and the things of um, the way of things go. And so understanding that side of it and what I learned at the pro level is having that inventory is, uh, I say, kind of a way where coaches sleep good at night. <laughs> you know, knowing, <laughs> knowing one thing like, oh, man, we got enough players at that position just in case somebody goes down. We have the numbers, not thinking about the talent, but just the numbers there. Um, so I would most likely want him to stay but if he decides on his own Heinrich says you know what i want to move over to tight end and help that position out help us out there we got 
we're looking at what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine, ten tight ends. So that'll be kind of a over, you know, plenty of guys there, but guys that are still figuring out, you know, Finotti is one that we know is a guy that's been in there and putting time in and catching mm-hmm. the ball and making plays for He's got to work on his blocking, up. as uh, the YouTube exactly. kind of points out. Any tight end has to work on their blocking. I mean, you got to know that right away. If you're going to come in and think you're just going to be one of those receiving tight ends here at Nebraska and <laughs> in the college level, you're thinking wrong, and especially anywhere in the Big Ten. You've got to be a blocking tight end. And then on top of that, you catch balls, you run routes, just like anybody else that is a pro bowler or Hall of Fame, not Hall of Fame, but All-American tight end that they could do both, be strong in both worlds. And obviously that'll add to the value of what you can do for the team. When you're a tight end, you can run and block. But for Heinrich, in terms of that, he'll definitely have that leg up in terms of reading defenses, being at the quarterback position for a year now. He kind of can – he'll have that year under his belt. So defenses will will look a bit more familiar to him, even though he'll be coming off the ball with his hand in the ground from a three-point position being at tight end. Yeah, it's just the thought you know that I have because it, it just feels like what we've seen. The dude's definitely an athlete that I'd like to get there on the field. I just don't know what we've seen at a quarterback. Even though he had the best touchdown interception ratio at a perfect seven, or I shouldn't say perfect, at an even seven and seven, um, I just don't see him getting on the field through that quarterback position consistently. But you know, you might have to keep him there, as you said, due to the injuries. As uh, Deanne points out, last time we had a freshman quarterback starting, Adrian Martinez, he was hurt for like half of the year. And that was a consistent yeah. thing. And if you just look at Nebraska quarterbacks through the years, um, haven't been incredibly healthy there at a consistent rate. So it's definitely a thing where you can't sell yourself short on the depth of the quarterback room. And we got a few more here from the text line. We won't be able to get to them all here on this first segment. Uh, so again, yeah, keep them coming in through Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Allo Channel 951, and of course, 402 or excuse me, 402-464-5685. That is the Sarder Hammond text line. That might be the first time I almost forgot the number off the top of my head like that. But nonetheless, we'll throw it to break here on the Amon Green Show. I'm Harrison Arns running the board. I'm on Green streaming in uh, from Houston. Don't go anywhere. We'll talk to you guys in a little bit.